podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to episode 170 of GigPod, the Glasgow is Green podcast. And I'm your host, as usual, Rizzo. And I'm joined on a marvellous sunny bank holiday afternoon with the sun splitting the sky by Spunk Phone. How you doing, mate? Have you recovered for the insanity of Saturday yet? Well, hello, John. Thank you very much for that introduction there. Um, I have just about recovered. I must say that the uh, the sun is shining, as you say, in this part of the world today. So I'm looking forward to maybe... Crack and open a few more cans in the back garden once we've uh, got the job out of the way here. You know, we need to do it, we need to do it for the listeners. And uh, it's a pleasure as always to chat with your good self as well. Yep, the same as always, Spunk Phone. And before we talk about the game against Aberdeen and the aftermath of that, I thought I'd briefly talk about the game against Hibs and Wednesday night, which we lost 4-2. A game which I attended along with former GigPod correspondent, Annie Bjorn, whenever something interesting happens again, Lee. And we sat in the Hibs end, near the Celtic fans. And I have to say, there was quite a lot of Celtic fans in the bit where we were sitting. And as everybody knows, we lost 4-2. And we didn't celebrate when Celtic scored. But uh, it wasn't Celtic's best performance. But it's best just to forget about that. The best part of it was probably the meal that we had before the game. That was that was the most exciting part of the Right, so on to the big topic of conversation. Celtic's sensational return to form and the 5-0 win over Aberdeen at the weekend, and the aftermath of that, in the East End of Glasgow, where me and you were there, Spunk phone, the, our leader Stevie was there, the 67 Hail Hail legend Hamish was there, and there was all sorts of other people as well who I probably better not name, due to many reasons. But we'll just talk about the game briefly then. It was a 5-0 win, first two goals by Kyogo's first goal in particular was a excellent finish, setting one a good finish as well after a mistake by Roos, who failed to hold a shot by Cal McGregor. And Kyogo was there in the right place at the right time. He put his 2-0 up, and that was a score at half-time. It was a much better performance than we put in against uh, Hibs. And maybe that was expected, with it being the last home game of the season and all that. Second half, we continued with the goals. Carl Starfield got his first goal at Celtic Park with a good header. And then O, who came on and replaced the injured Kyogo, more of that later, chipped him with two goals as well. The first, a good header, same as Carl Starfield's. And the second goal, a good finish after Jota had hit the bar with a free kick. Maybe the Aberdeen player could have cleared it off the line. So it was a comfortable 5-0 victory. And Spunkphone, I wasn't really surprised to see his back to our best after all the the drama of the three games before that. That was much more like it for Celtic. And really, that's what I expected. Because I, I knew that as soon as we won the league, there would be a drop-off in performance. And that's exactly what happened. So what did you make of the performance of the team on Saturday? And as you were there, what did you make of the atmosphere during the game? Yeah, we'll just start off with the kind of what you'd said there. We did expect that there would obviously be a, a drop-off. I mean, the levels had been so high for them to go, you know, the length of time that they did, having only lost one domestic game up until, obviously, that um, defeat at Ibrox. It was pretty incredible. Obviously not something that we've not seen before because we did have that invincible treble a couple of years back. But, I mean, the the consistency that they showed throughout the course of the season, 
as you say, it was only natural that it was going to be a bit of a drop-off. Once the league was won, um, I was very much in the camp of not worrying too much about it. They were essentially meaningless games, although I would have been quite disappointed, to be honest, if, if we hadn't won on Saturday, because you always want to sign off in style and, and obviously get a, a big win on the final day, on trophy day, etc., etc. So um, it, it was good to see us bounce back in that respect. Atmosphere, particularly pre-match, was very, very good. We had obviously the, the display Beforehand, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit worried when I heard that it was one of the, to quote the uh, North Curve, one of the most ambitious ever attempted in Scotland. I think it was the most ambitious ever attempted in Scotland. I thought, well, you know, somehow we're going to balls us up here, but credit to everyone involved because it did look spectacular. I must say, and it was good to, to partake in that. On to the actual game itself, as you say, Kyogo obviously scored those two goals in the first half. The, the first one was really the, the pick of the bunch. Great little bit of play from McGregor into Taylor, making the kind of runs infield as he has done so often this season. Finding Kyogo, who just had the composure to take that kind of chop, I suppose, to put it on his, his left foot and doing something similar to what he'd done against St Mirren. Albeit not going across the goalkeeper, but you know, going high rather than, than placing it low, which is his, his kind of trademark. But... It worked to good effect. I don't want to be too harsh on the goalkeeper for the second goal because I think McGregor's shot does take a, a bounce just in front of him, albeit he should maybe push it away from danger, but Kyogo did well to, to finish. O came on in the second half, was really, really impressive. Carl Starfelt, as you say, obviously got his um, his first goal at Celtic Park, but O was certainly a handful, got his, his two goals as well, albeit he was a little bit fortuitous maybe with the, the second one crashing back off the post straight to him but the, the first one, the header and the angle he got on that header, I think I was I was really impressed with to be honest, I thought he uh, played very well, I think some of the, the criticism, I don't know, it's kind of just a lot of reactionary nonsense all at the time and I, I think he will come good and, and he's certainly shown plenty so far and it was another good display from him, another good display from the team and said signing off and signing off in style for the season and obviously there's a, a little bit of momentum I guess going into that cup final which we will obviously preview on a, a separate pod before that game but no all in all great afternoon out at Celtic Park lovely uh, Glasgow sunshine although it did turn to rain uh, momentarily at one point as well but uh, a five-star performance from the champions John and uh, a deserved victory on the day. Yep, and after the game, Ange and Cal McGregor both made speeches before we lifted the league trophy. And obviously there's been a lot of speculation about Ange's future with reports linking him with the Tottenham manager's job. We'll, I think we'll talk about that more <laughs> if something like major happens, if like Tottenham do approach us or something, then we'll maybe need to do an emergency podcast. But before then, I mean, I, I don't think we should be reading too much into that yet. I mean, I saw some people were disappointed with Ange's comments that he didn't like commit to Celtic and say, I'll see you all next season. But I didn't think there was any chance of him saying that. And of course, I mean, we've got a cup final first, so we don't want any distractions before that. And I think Ange played it perfectly cool with his comments after the game. And as you said, we'll be doing a, a cup final preview extravaganza this week, a separate episode. So we won't really talk about the Kyogo and Alistair Johnson injuries then. We'll we'll leave that until until I think Thursday's episode or Friday it'll probably be by the time everybody gets to listen to it. We'll, we'll we'll discuss them more in detail because I mean that'll have that had much more in it. That'll have much more an impact in Saturday's game than it did on the game against Aberdeen because the game was won basically by the time 
AJ and Kyogo came off injured and Ralston and O came on and as you said O done very well and he has a good season and I think he has got some pretty undue criticism. So before we talk about the most exciting part of the day, the aftermatch, we've got some interesting clips. Yep, our dear leader Stevie was at Celtic Park like he was last season and he got to interview some of the players, he got to interview Gahal Starfield and Joe Hart. So here's Stevie with some interesting questions and some quite funny answers from Carl Starfield and Joe Hart in particular. So here we go, over to you, Stevie. So we had last season when we had Aberdeen away, when a lot of the fans felt that was the turning point for this team. Yeah. Was there a similar moment this season where we had a game and you thought that it was a crucial win and you really felt it was going to be us favourites to win the league after that? Um, yeah, but I think, I think you'd be able to isolate all sorts of moments. Um, we've never felt... Like we were gonna relax and, and any moment was anything. It was always next game, let's go, next game, let's go. You know, very similar. Obviously, we're gonna enjoy today, but we're all, all turned our attention to next Saturday, um, and that's gonna be the most important game for us now. All right. What are the plans tonight then? <laughs> we'll get together. We'll get together. It's important. Family, friends. Uh, we'll go through a lot, and obviously, we put a lot on the line in terms of uh, professionalism and energy. So, well, you've got to celebrate when you've got to enjoy it. There was some criticism last week uh, against St Mirren of Tomoki Abata and then he's came back in today alongside you. Looked far more assured and comfortable. How did you think he got on today? No, I think he, he had a really good game. Uh, I think he dealt with uh, with everything and uh, yeah, he's uh, very tidy on the ball and uh, yeah, no, he, it, was, uh, it was good to play with him and uh, uh, it's, it's been a lot of changes. It can take some games to... to uh, uh, to form a little bit of a relationship, mm. but uh, uh, no, he's a, he's a good player. Thanks for that, Stevie. You never know that guy. That guy could have a career in media if he wanted it. Right, so on to the, the real talking point of Saturday and the real excitement. The aftermatch party celebration extravaganza, etc., etc., in Trongate and the East End. So, Spunkphone, as you know, as we've talked about, we both attended it this, this season. I actually missed it last season. So how did it compare uh, this season to last season, celebration-wise? What would you give? What would you give both days a rating out of ten? I'll be brutally honest with you, John. I, I don't want to put a downer on this episode, but I did prefer it last season. I, I thought it was just better. I must say though, as the evening went on, as it calmed down a bit, and I did obviously catch up with your good selves, uh, Stevie, Hamish, and a few other unnamed individuals. I did start to loosen up enjoy myself a bit more. But overall, uh, I will be honest, I, I did think last year's was uh, was just that bit better. Unbelievable. I, I can't believe the damn thing you're putting this in. I'm, I'm shocked and stunned, etc, etc. You are a, a different bit for us at the start. You, you are near an establishment that sells musical instruments that I, that I won't name. So I, I missed most of that insanity because we were sort of, me and Lee were further up near the the sort of traffic island thing where most of the fans were congregating and where the drone was as well there was unbelievably enough drones there taking uh, videos one of one of them was uh, i think purchased by an unnamed pub in the uh, Merson city area that we will never criticize so the drones there was quite interesting and i suppose i do regret drinking mad dog 2020 for the first time in about 20 years that was a mistake that i probably won't repeat for a while Maybe until Saturday. No, no, I won't. I won't do that again. No, but I thought it as somebody who was in the last season. I thought it was a good day. I mean, this is just a new thing. The, the fans gathering in the East End of Glasgow, and as you'll know, in all the years, 
previous when we won titles or won cups and stuff. We didn't really do anything apart from the time that we won the treble in 2018 when we beat Motherwell in the cup final. And there was a bus taking the players back to Celtic Park. They were going to try that again 2019, but there was too many fans about and they ended up cancelling it. So it's a, it's a new thing, really. But, I mean, I, I suppose it's here to stay. And as long as Celtic keep winning, I'm sure the fans will turn out in great number. Although there is, I don't think that's going to happen on Saturday, should we win the Cup. Just, like, I think the idea is that people are going to meet up in Glasgow Green in March to Hamden. But I'm not sure if uh, me and our dear leader will be amongst that number. But I thought it was a good day. It was good to see your good self and various other luminaries in the Celtic family, as they say, and there was some quite good pictures and videos going about as well. But no, I thought it was a, a good day and here's hoping that it happens every year because it means that we'll keep winning stuff and all that, etc. So are you you won't be attending the game on Saturday Spunk Phone. So if we do win it, will you be going down to Celtic Park or will you just be staying at your local area because it's too far away for you, really. I mean, I think apparently the plan is that if we win the Cup, I can talk about this because it's not about the game. The plan is that the fans are going to go back to Celtic Park or something, but I think it'll be too late because because of the stupid kickoff time, the fans won't get back until after eight. So what are your plans for Saturday? Are you just going to watch the game in a local pub? Well, John, I'm glad you've, uh, glad you've asked. I do have a very busy weekend penciled in. For all the listeners who are interested, um, Friday night... I have a 30th birthday party. Sunday, I've got a christening, and therefore, with the cup final being on the Saturday and a Saturday night as well, it does mean I will essentially be on a, a three-day bender this weekend, harping back to my, my college days um, with the amount of alcohol that will be, uh, be consumed. So I'm thinking for the cup final, I may take it a little bit easier. Um, I don't know if I'll go down the local However, a, a couple of my pals um, weren't able to get tickets either. So we'll all congregate somewhere to watch it. I'm sure some unfortunate soul will maybe have his round to theirs for the game, for example. Come time to do the review, should we do it on the Monday of next week, John, um, I will be a, a shell of my former self. So just bear that in mind when he's scheduling that we're doing for any uh, future pods over the next uh, week or so. <laughs> yes, I'll keep that in mind. And the listeners will be delighted to hear us. Going on about drinking all that because I know that's what we want. That's what they want to hear. But no, the reason that we'll, it's a shorter pod this week is because, as I've already said, there is going to be a special out towards the end of this week talking about the cup final and talking about the team we think Angel play or injuries or history against Inverness, which I'm sure some people may have heard of it, but Inverness have beat us in the cup sometimes. I don't know if anybody knows that. But then we've beat them in the cup as well. So there'll be a lot to talk about then. But before we head off, I want to say well done to the Celtic women's team who defeated Rangers 2-0 in the Scottish Cup final yesterday to win the Scottish Cup for the second year in a row. They did well really to come back from last week's heartbreak when they were like a minute away if we were in the league and then that was taken away from them. But they did well to win that Cup final yesterday. I think it was a crowd of 10,000 there. So that's like two huge attendances in a week that the Celtic women have played, and they've handled both situations well, winning both games. And I see that Fran Alonso did uh, an interesting interview after the game where he started singing Celtic songs. So he's a very excitable guy, Fran, but he's doing well, and hopefully they can kick on and win the league next season. Win the league for the first time, never won it before. They never won the Scottish Cup before until last season. Now they've won 
one twice in a row. So hopefully that's an omen for this weekend's cup final. So a shorter pod this week, but that's because we wanted to get one out to reflect on the aftermatch celebrations and what scenes of celebration they were, even though Spunkphone preferred last year. I mean, as I wasn't there, I obviously preferred this year, but unfortunately, I've only just recovered from a terrible hangover I've got, so lessons will be learned, I would hope. Spunkphone, thanks for joining us in this wonderful sunny afternoon, and now you can enjoy the sunshine in which is a lovely day in sunny Glasgow. Thank you very much, John. It's a pleasure chatting with yourself as always. A, a pleasure seeing you on Saturday as well. And it will be a, a pleasure again speaking to you later on this week to preview the uh, cup final. Yep, the, the pleasure was mine as always, Spunk Phone. Right, so next season will be only 200 episodes. My goodness, what, what, an, what an occasion that'll be. So you can leave us five star reviews, leave us good ratings and reviews, etc., etc., telling us how great we are. You can follow Stevie on Instagram at GigPod. He had some good stuff up at the weekend, and I'm sure there'll be more stuff up in the run-up to this cup final, which will, me and him will be attending, as everybody knows Spawn won't be, but I'm sure he'll have a lot to say about it. When we do the preview, yep, the big preview episode, we've talked about it a lot this on this episode, but one of the last episodes of this season, and as it's a cup final, we have to do a preview. We'll talk about the team, the injuries, our previous games against Everness in the Cup and of course we'll make our big predictions at the end. More of that though later in the week. Right, so thanks everybody for listening to this shorter episode of GigPod. We'll have a much longer episode at the end of the week focused on the Cup Final. But enjoy the clips of the interviews from Stevie the other day that are in this episode. We'll speak to you all soon. Hail, hail. Podcast Network.